CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 23, we are back. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a little bit rocky the last couple of weeks, but you know, we've had a lot of things come up. Those voodoo workouts just would kick the shit out of us every weekend here and we just really didn't have it in us to sit down and talk to one another. We couldn't even talk ourselves. Yeah. So we kind of strategically attempted them differently this past weekend and we live to talk. <laughs> yeah. We live to see another day. I'm we're, glad that's over. We're able to have another conversation. No more of those great ideas on the podcast. Make it public and then have to follow through. <laughs> <laughs> But we survive. We're back and we live to tell about it. Hey, we're back and we're not even in our normal location. We're traveling today. Traveling podcast. Traveling podcast. Live from your kitchen table. (laughs) Had to make sure the dog stays outside so he doesn't make any noise. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how long that lasts for. All right. Okay. So episode 23, we're going to be talking about something bigger. That's our theme today. Um, what? Nothing. What are Fair you enough. laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> okay, something bigger. That's our, our concept. Just that the reasons you might have started in the beginning may not necessarily be the main reasons you're still here. Correct. I think that's a fair enough way to put it. So people initially start or seek out help in the beginning for one one of six reasons. Which are? Losing weight. Getting stronger. Oh my gosh, I should be able to list these all. Yeah. Um, Feeling better. Sport performance, like sport specific stuff. Oh my gosh, there's two more and I'm blanking on them. Mental health. Mental health. And... Stress management. There you go. And now I'm sure that when you look back to the first day or the, you know, sort of leading up to that first moment when you joined, you probably fell into one of those categories. Are you asking me specifically? Are you speaking to our audience? I was speaking to our audience, but now I'm actually asking you. Um, yeah, I would say I fell into the, just wanted to feel better, be in better shape category. Is that why you're still here? No. (laughs) (laughs) And so if you're listening, like, you know. And I'm not still here because, like, I'm a coach and stuff like that. Like, I'm here because the people. You still do CrossFit. Yeah. And you still are a part of CrossFit Function because. Because the people. Because how much it's changed me as a person. Exactly. Um, And so I'm just going to take a sidestep here. When I first started CrossFit, I I did it because, well, A, they were doing it in the corner at Benos and it looked fun. But I thought it could make me a better basketball player at the time. Um, Cause I was still trying to make the college team somehow thinking that my education would not get in the way. But anyways, that's another story. Uh, and then I opened the gym for an entirely different reason. 
So the reason I started CrossFit and the reason I started CrossFit Function are two different ends of the spectrum. But that's exactly what it was. One, I wanted to start CrossFit because I wanted to be a better athlete, but I ended up starting the gym because it changed my life and I wanted to share that with other people. So, hey, I fall into the same. Look at you. Wow, I'm having like a revelation right now. Yeah, because how many other weeks I've been talking about, oh, I don't fall into that category. I've never had that shared experience. I've never finished last. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, now I'm just like you guys. There you go. Oh, that's fun. Ah, you're human. Okay, so. Um, And I think we got kind of on this topic, you and I, before we even started recording, um, just about this overarching theme or comments that have come up in our Bright Spot Fridays that we do uh, in our private group. Okay, so tell us about Bright Spot Fridays. What are they? Well... Look, I'm interviewing you now. Yeah, I don't like this. Okay, let's go. What are Bright Spot Fridays? You post about it. You should tell people about it. Should I just read what you write every Friday? No. Um, It's just a spot where we come and share like our wins for the week, something awesome that happened, big, small, just a place to kind of celebrate those things. Doesn't necessarily need to be gym things. Nope. Which is cool because sometimes they're not, and that's neat that we can all celebrate in people's lives. Yeah, their personal going lives. On outside the gym. Yeah, that we actually give a shit about their personal life, right? Because cool. when you go to a regular gym, you don't have that there for sure. Yep. Um. So I guess in the last few weeks, that theme has been. Um, I'll even read some. There's been lots of stuff about people going, hey, I almost canceled on Thursday because I was sore or I didn't want to come or I was tired, but I showed up anyway. Quite a few of those actually, especially this week. And I and I think it's interesting that those people stuck it out and decided to come. Um, also lots of stuff like, hey, I lifted heavier because I was encouraged by the members and the coaches. A lot of actually more so encouragement from the members versus the coaches, which is really cool. I've liked watching that in class. Um, Nothing like peer pressure. Yeah, but it's it's like positive peer pressure. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, it's really hard to explain some of those moments that have happened in the last few weeks, but it is awesome to watch. Um, And people just saying they love Bright Spot Fridays because they get to share in those – like high five moments with people, especially if they don't see them in class all the time. Um, Everybody being encouraging and the people keeping them going, like just lots of those awesome things coming from a whole bunch of different people, which is really, really cool. And so when we talk about the concept of something bigger, it's cool to see it actually play itself out like this. Yes. Right. And that kind of leads us back to (laughs) that might have not been. In fact, I can guarantee it wasn't your reason you sought out help in the first place. But now you have these people that are sort of sharing these moments, pivotal Mm -hmm. moments within their week, you know, as very impactful to their, to their week. And so it's not necessarily the reason or that first initial reason is not necessarily the reason why they're still there. Mm -hmm. Are they still working on those goals? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like arguably going to be more successful at those goals with that community that is surrounding them. I think. (laughs) Don't you? You need those people there. Absolutely. 
better than just being stuck. Did you ever do five by fives in a regular style gym? Um, I had a membership at a regular style gym that I used twice a week, maybe for two months that I continued to pay for, for probably a year after that. Right. And that's usually how it works. Yeah. Cause I didn't know any, like I knew people there, but they, they weren't the type of people I wanted to be spending my time with. Like I just knew them cause they were from the same town as me and, but just, we didn't have the same values and stuff like that. So it just, there was no reason to keep going. And, and like, by all means, there are people that should be there and will go there yeah. and, and that's their jam. Mm-hmm. And, and that is entirely fine. Mm-hmm. I am glad you're off the couch. That is what yes. I always say. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to come to my gym, please do something. Yeah. Oh, and sure. at the end of the day, that doesn't hurt my feelings because no. I'm just happy that you're doing something and you're not on the couch. Like, that's been my thing since day one. Yeah, and we're not for everybody. Exactly. Which is fine. Exactly. Yeah. But... I think just having that sort of community aspect to it, you know, the involvement of everybody. One of the things within our core values is that we strive to be a collective in everything that we do. And now that doesn't apply just to our staff. It Mm -hmm. might be written as our staff Mm -hmm. or from a staff viewpoint. Yeah. yeah. But it ultimately, if you write a solid, you know, sort of vision for the business, it should apply to the customers as well. So our clients and them being part of that collective in everything that we do, that's what empowers the rest of us to be pulled along. Right. Yeah. And so I'm sure, and I would just, okay, now I'm going to go back to, I haven't had that moment, (laughs) but you know, if you come in with one reason and now you start have like, say you're the last one to finish Mm -hmm. and the group, piles around you and they're counting through your reps and they help you finish. And and then you finish the workout and you're like, Whoa, what was that? Mm -hmm. Like, that was amazing. I want more of that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, nobody wants to finish last, No, but they do want, we all want that sort of, I guess I say most of us, there's some people that I know (laughs) don't like that. Yeah. (laughs) Or you, finish your workout and then now you're excited to be that person to get to go cheer those people on because that is a cool feeling and it becomes like a pivotal moment where you're just like all right like i'm a part of something bigger Mm -hmm. and this is awesome like if you're that person helping them finish like you know that you are helping them Mm -hmm. and if you're that person that's getting help to finish like (laughs) like you know you're just you're in the middle of it and you're not thinking about anything except just Fin- like letting these people count your reps for you mm-hmm. just keep going because they're gonna keep yelling at you and mm-hmm. man from the outside I don't know how that can't be inspiring yeah like I wonder what outsiders think when they look at that like a moment like that now I, then too it doesn't make the outsider then be like oh I want to join CrossFit because right nobody comes seeking out that that was me though okay there is like the small one <laughs> percent am I the one percent yes okay <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but okay. Um, well, no, we talked about that before, right? Did, like yeah. the community part of it or the the sort of group excitement and enthusiasm, that's not something that during my NSIs I can no, sit there and sell. sell that. And no. People don't come in actively saying like, exactly. I want to join your gym because I want to be a part of something bigger. Like they, yeah. they don't say that 
and like yourself, yeah. you're the one percent, and there's a few others that I know within our membership like actively sought that out. Yeah. Um, but those are rare and few and far in between. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed, and maybe based on your Bright Spot Friday novel that you wrote this? It past was awesome, week, though. <laughs> I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, that our community is kind of doing all this like themselves on their own. Yeah. Like not on their own, but like we're not as a collective collective, amongst themselves. This is is nothing that we are out there pushing them along to do. This is something that they have taken upon themselves without even knowing it. I think I I don't think they know it. Yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right there, which is, yeah, it's, I think just like in this last month, I've really felt that. And it's been really cool to see. Well, yeah. That Felt was... it and seen it. Yeah. Right? And not like it hasn't been there, but it is super powerful right now. I think she's going to cry, guys. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going <laughs> to cry. Her lip quivered. It did not. <laughs> Some of us just have easily accessible emotions. <laughs> 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 but, and I mean, that's kind of where my Bright Spot Friday came from. It's just yeah. like when you're... And I'm going to say this from like the leadership point of view is like when you're at the top, you know, you try and cultivate the, the culture within, you know, so that people feel a part of that and you're setting the standard for what you want to be, what do you want it to be like? Like how, how do you want to influence people's lives and who do you want them to become? Right. And Mm -hmm. so we kind of set those standards when we revamped our direction here over COVID, um, you know. And we put our vision, our mission up on the wall and that's what we're operating by. And now we're seeing our members like reenact it or yeah, act under it or act whatever. Like it, they're just, they're demonstrating it. Like they're, they're living it. And yeah. that is something cool to see from the outside. Yeah. Like we don't have to say, Hey, go and cheer those people on. We don't have to say, Hey, check in on your workout buddy. Yeah. No, it just, it happens. It's, it's really cool. Think if we could high five each other right now. No, not us. Like the people in the gym. She just put her hand up and thought I was going to high five her. That is not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So then when we talk about you know, being a part of something bigger, I think it's when you have that pivotal moment where you realize like you're here for other reasons than you initially came here for. And those other reasons become addicting and they start to consume the rest of your life. And I think that's the part that people on the outside just don't understand, you know, why it gets referenced as a cult. It's just because the principles that you're picking up in an hour long class three times a week are so powerful. They have now overtaken other aspects of your life. Like now you attempt your career differently, Mm -hmm. you know, now you're attempting your, the way you might discipline your kid differently or the way you might teach them lessons differently because of this one hard workout you experienced. And now this concept of hard is, is it's changed within your own mindset. So you want to instill that within those that you're, you're around. It might affect your relationships in terms of your friends or whatever, like mm-hmm. now you're choosing to spend your time with different people who have the qualities that you want to possess. Yeah. And I think that I'm going to, I'm going to spe- specifically pick that one apart. 
I think that one surprises people the most because they weren't expecting that part. Yes. I think that's the part that catches them off guard. When all of a sudden this normal group of people you might have hung out with all along Mm -hmm. no longer match the type of person you are becoming. And it's so wild to talk like this that it's an exercise program that stemmed it. But really, was it? Like you just put yourself in a group of people Mm -hmm. who are part of something bigger. And a group of strangers. Yeah, even more so. Like your closer friends or family for some, right? Yeah. Oh, I had a good question about that. Oh, shoot. And so when I first started this place and my concept of changing people's lives, you know, when I'm 20, that looked like, oh, I want to help people lose weight or, you know, my reasons were those top six reasons why people sought me out. Mm -hmm. I figured that if I could do those things, that would change their life. But really, that's not the part that changes the life. Like, yes, losing weight and feeling better and that has its impact, you know, but that's not the reason their lives have changed. Mm -hmm. It's everything else that comes around that. Yeah. But I guess I was too naive and I didn't understand the bigger picture of it as well. So, and I think that's why I'm such a huge fan of our kids program yep. is because good tie. We, oh, thanks. Because we can do that. It's, I, it's not about making them fitter by any means, but better people yep. in the long run, yep. I think is what that program is about. Yeah. They just get to get fit. And that too, like that's not something that you can advertise as the program. No, absolutely not. When you're trying to seek out new kids, like you no. can't be like, "Hey, join our CrossFit Kids program because we're going to make your kid a better kid." Like, yeah. <laughs> but that's always my motivation. Exactly, because we yeah. we have the bigger picture, and we're trying to make these kids now a part of something bigger too. Yeah. And you see it, you know, like these kids that are now in the teens class that have been here for years and years. For sure, you know, have been exponentially influenced by it yeah you know and has changed the way they might approach school or look at the group of friends they're hanging out like you know it affects them too yeah from a social level like that or being in uncomfortable situations and and choosing to do hard things versus that easy choice um i think and that goes for the adults too i think that's been a big lesson that I've learned is like being uncomfortable and doing the hard stuff stuff as opposed to just always picking the easy And and I mean, ultimately that's why we keep regularly choosing CrossFit because it's hard, right? Like we wouldn't do it if it was easy. If it was easy, we'd be doing five by fives in a regular gym because that's easy. There's nothing wrong with five by fives, guys. (laughs) No, don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing it. Just contrasting. (laughs) But we regularly choose CrossFit because no matter what that workout is, it doesn't matter. It's going to be hard, but we all know that we will get through it and it will be okay at the end of the workout. And you're going to feel freaking great and accomplished. And even if you don't accomplish whatever your goal is, it's like, you understand that it's a learning experience. And so now you have the opportunity to grow. And like, if you look back on all those things I just listed, those are all fundamental principles that can be applied to anything. Dang, this is profound. This is deep. We're going deep today, guys. <laughs> well, and I think it's interesting too how people can make the comment of like, why do you keep torturing yourself or like putting yourself through such like hard, grueling workouts? And it's it's actually not about that. It's not about that. Like it's like 
the journey and the process that happens during that workout. Yeah. Over time, like by no means does it happen right away, but that continuously coming back and putting yourself in that uncomfortable situation and the changes and the growth, like you said, that happen in that. And then you take that to a real life. addicting. <laughs> yeah. But then you turn around and take it to a real life application. So maybe you want to quit your job and you know that that's going to be a tough conversation mm-hmm. and you're not typically a person of confrontation, mm-hmm. you know, that favors confrontation. Well, that's okay because you've built up this resilience of mm-hmm. handling these workouts and doing all this and knowing that it's going to be okay once you get to the end. And now you apply that same thing to the same sort of idea, right? Like having a plan, building your plan, executing that plan, knowing that no matter what happens in the next five minutes of this conversation, it'll be okay once it's done. Mm -hmm. You just got to start it and get through it. Yeah. I also think too, like just going back on my, what I said about it being addicting, the workouts in itself, yes, can become addicting and you're wanting to challenge yourself. But I think once you experience that growth and what comes from achieving those hard things in life that also becomes addicting yeah you just want the next thing yeah and I think I've said to you before like I think before I did my level two or signed up for my coach development it's like I haven't done anything hard in a while like it's hard time to do something hard and uncomfortable like I was looking for that hard uncomfortable moment yeah because life was too boring (laughs) (laughs) which has always been my thing too like yeah, and don't I be complacent. For sure, have gotten that from you. 100%. Life is way, life is way too fun to become complacent. Yeah, but hey, like, and then that goes back to you. Just you choose who you spend your time with differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and I know that you have had that conversation with me multiple times in the past. As our, you know, when we first sought out our yeah. friendship and dog walks and things like that, it was like, you know, I remember you saying like, I want that attitude that mm-hmm. you have. Oh, for you sure. You know, and I gained this from other people too. I yeah. wasn't brought up this way maybe a little bit yeah but you know the tenacity and everything that I have learned to my personality has come from CrossFit I would solely say well I can say mine has too (laughs) via you (laughs) well you okay my lip is not quivering (laughs) too much fluff (laughs) too much fluff and so you know we talk and I'm just gonna say one more time like that was probably one of the biggest things we changed once the doors locked was like, all right, our vision is different. Like my vision for this company is different now. And it looks a lot different than it did on day one, 10 years ago. It looks a lot different than it did two years ago. And now that the doors are locked, like things are about to change. And I mean, that was scary. We didn't, I didn't know what it was going to look like. You know, I didn't even know if I was going to have a business, but I knew that I need to build that framework differently. Mm -hmm. And we we sat down and started kind of throwing words in the air of what this meant to us and where Mm -hmm. I wanted to go with it. And what I saw for this, it was like, all right, this is big picture. Like we're here to change people's lives. You know, we're here to make them feel safe and comfortable and you know, in the chaos of their life, like, it's okay, we'll take care of you. Mm-hmm. And that's how I really truly felt that day this past week, just watching it all play out. And it's like, that, that we is not the staff of CrossFit function no, solely, like, right? Yeah, it's everybody. Yeah. Because that's what we were watching. We were watching everybody 
acted out and they didn't even know. Yeah. And so it's cool that now the membership is part of that vision and mission. Yeah. You know, they're, they're helping us spread that message. Like they are helping us achieve the things that this is meant to do. You know, one of my, one of my mentors along the lines, I was telling you this too, he, he had a goal this year to buy 500 bikes and donate them to, to local kids within the community. Mm-hmm. And now that's the kind of sort of community effect that I want to use our platform for to have that profound effect on someone else within the community that may not have the accessibility that, mm-hmm. that we have, you know, simple things like checking for charity, mm-hmm. like just people playing along with that. Like, yeah, I know your friends get annoyed with it, but just something like that helps us spread the message, mm-hmm. but it also helps us contribute to things, you know, and we've been doing that for seven years now. Like mm-hmm. that's something simple, like putting a hashtag on your Facebook check-in, really not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but it's something that helps us get closer to living this vision that we have for the company. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think my time last year at Dr. Brass School was a similar experience because I was working with kids who don't have the opportunity necessarily to come to our programs, which is was really cool to yeah. be able to reach those types of- Dream Brokers use- has been yeah. huge for that, yeah, for absolutely. enabling us to do that. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So the more bigger things we can do outside of our membership is going to be. Gets us closer to, to live in that. And you know what? And then the thing is, is like, can you get there? Like, can you get to exactly whatever that vision is? Like you may or may not, maybe you do. Like, it's not exactly a measurable thing and it doesn't need to be. But if we know that we're making an impact on those around us, whether it's those within the gym or those outside of the gym walls, like doesn't matter. We're here to change people's lives in, in any way that that looks, looks like, mm-hmm. you know, if I can help you lose weight and that changes your life. Awesome. Fantastic. If you pick up some other lessons along the way, like don't quit when things get hard and you can always do one more, you know, whatever the concept is. Just because you should doesn't mean, or just because you can doesn't mean you should. How many more Terranisms can I throw in here? <laughs> <I> could go. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like there's lots of things that are there for you, for you to take. But you kind of. And it's just interesting that they get presented to you like when you're ready for them. Exactly. That's the best part. Yeah. You don't just get it all up front. No. And you can't go looking for it. It just because you don't even know what you're looking for. Yeah, because that's not the reason why you came here in the first place. Yep. And then it's so fun to look back. And you know what? Probably the people that experience it the quickest are the ones that are contributing the most. And I mean that in terms of time and effort. Yes. And not effort in their workouts. We're coming five days a week. Yeah. No. It's time and effort invested in the community. Yep. And I've always said that it's like. Once you do have that expectation, you know, you've already gone too far. It's, you have to put some in to get some back. Yeah. Oh, we just talked about that the other day, didn't we? Yeah. Always pulling from the cup and never pouring in the cup. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting fluffy talking about the cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something bigger. And, that, you know, and maybe this is just like something personal for me, but you know, that is kind of like my personal grand mission is just like, I want to have that, that influential effect on people, people around me, you know, and that presents itself in different manners. That is owning the gym, coaching classes, um, 
working with athletes. So working with the teams, it's my thing that I want to write a book one day. You know, I have all this knowledge and experience and whatever, and I want to be able to share that in one place with whoever needs it. There, I just put it out on a podcast and now it's real, not just a conversation. That you're writing a book? You started it, remember? I have started it. Um, in So just to leave on a nice, lighthearted, fun ending. In your book, can you have a section of Terranisms? No, because just like an index of Terranisms in the back. Or it could just be like top 10. Maybe I just write a book called Top 10, The Top 10. And I put number one, chapter one, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Ooh. And then I write a chapter on that. What would your next? Damn it, I'm giving away all my ideas. Don't make me put this out. Somebody might ask take what my your ideas. Next Terranism was going to be. <laughs> one day somebody rattled them off. Like six yeah. of them. I think that was Jen, maybe. That was during a lifting class. Yes, and you were like, was. what's your favorite Terranism? Go. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was the I whole class. I remember that. Yeah. It was a good. And they spewed them out yeah. real quick. Which was surprising. I'm just making you a better athlete. That's the one. You gave one to a new member the other day, and I think it caught him off guard. <laughs> We don't always get to pick the things we want to... What did you yeah, say? Yeah, you don't always get to do the things, things you, you like, like to do. do. <laughs> That's another one. I don't think he was prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get them when you're ready for them. Exactly. That one probably Not when you're looking for them. stick with him for a long time. You know, and like maybe eventually too, it inspires somebody in such a manner that this has such a profound effect on their life that they now want to share it with someone else. And ultimately, ultimately that would be, that would help me complete my personal mission and vision. It's just like, if I can inspire someone else so much that it changes their life, that they now want to help someone else, you know, you've got what someone else needs. Mm -hmm. Now you just need to help them. And they might not always ask for it and that's okay. You can still provide it for them. You can still help them. You've got what someone else needs. That's what somebody said to me once. Are we changing the name of the podcast or the no. title of this episode now? No, because it's all part of something bigger. <sighs> on that note. Yeah, let's end it there. This has gone pretty deep. and I, I tried to end it on some I'm sorry, yeah, well, and then you went fluff again. And okay, heartfelt. Well. And... <laughs> Let's just end on some size. Big, big size. <laughs> okay, so we always end with like listener questions or actions or something. So I'm going to make it actionary as in like I'm not asking you a question looking for answers. I'm going to I'm going to give you some directive and if you and if if you want to or if you care to, let's put it that. If you care to. Feel so inclined to. If you feel so inclined to play along, okay? So here's my questions. What is the hardest thing in front of you right now? Like, what is the hardest thing you face in front of you? You can be answering these in your head too. Are you looking at like? Yeah, you don't have to tell them it online. But <laughs> so, what is the Are hardest you thing? To me specifically no, I'm telling our listeners. Again. Oh my god, you're ruining well, you, for me. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> what is the hardest thing or hardest challenge that you face in front of you right now? Okay, what are the steps you need to lay out to get past that? So maybe it's like 
you just hate waking up in the mornings now because it's so dark and you are struggling to get to the gym for your 6am class. So what kind of steps do you need to implement to help you get there? And like write it right down as in when the alarm goes off, I get up or I pour a cup of coffee after that. I sit down at the kitchen table and I drink my cup of like whatever you got to do to write it out step by step, like write that out. Because that, that would be my first thing is I make a pot of coffee and I would literally write that down. The next thing I would say is like, what is the biggest struggle you overcame in the last year? And then like, what steps did you do to be successful with that one? So maybe it was like, oh, I became a better squatter or <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Nothing. Just carry on. You're ruining my moment here. It's <laughs> so like, what steps did you have to do to hit whatever it was that was your struggle, but then you became successful with? Lay those steps out. And now how similar do those steps look from the first question to the second question? And now the second part or the third part, I guess, would be start with step one. Get that first thing done. And now you're one step closer. Do the hard stuff right? The hard stuff is always the beginning. The hard stuff is always the first step. Do the first step. I don't really know where I'm going with this, but let's go. I felt like I needed to be answering those questions out loud, but I did in my head. Did you have answers? Some of them I did. Okay. But I think you're right. Like writing them down versus having the conversation in your head makes you more accountable and probably more actionable as opposed to just answering in your head. I learned that from you. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I got nothing. Okay. There you go. Just some action steps to end on. Episode 23. 20, Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if we're 23% better yet because we did skip a couple weeks there, but somebody had us at like 20.25%. Yeah. That didn't seem fair. That wasn't fair. No, we try. <laughs> Effort, the thought. All right. Thanks for listening and thanks for being a part of something bigger with us.